The college experience SEC season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating at your bets, remember to take some time to chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment, Coors Light. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. From April 29th to May 4th, if you deposit on Underdog Fantasy, you'll have a chance at a million dollars in their best ball contest. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. season preview. Uh, we're, we're, we're just, just going along here we're on Mississippi state here. We just went through in the first hour, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, and Ole Miss. Now we jump over to Mississippi state. Patty C our boy, friend of the program, Mike one leech. You know, I've seen many people say, well, there was the FBI with ESPN that had them as a top 10 team. Now, I know that doesn't mean anything. Um, I've the USA Today poll I read today, or not poll, the, the article I read uh, previewing the SEC was saying that eight wins, nine wins is what's projected this year. I, I get it. They had a great defense. Will Rogers played in the air raid in high school. He's now in year two. They're going to have spring ball, they're going to have a longer camp. He also went in the transfer portal and got some other quarterbacks that have a lot of starting experience. Can all of that work with that defense? I, 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 I think yes. I mean, I know traditionally in Mike Leach, uh, when he was at Texas tech, when he was at Washington state, it was year three, three and a half in a way that it really started to click. Can it start to click? Cause it, I don't even know if the last year counts as a full year with COVID. Yeah. Was that a half year? Was that, so I don't know what to expect, but I can tell you this. You should expect improvement either way. I, I, I hundred and the fact Will Rogers played it in high school helps. I think it's true. It helps dramatically. You would, uh, dramatically. dramatically. Yeah, there we go again. That's a fucking, I'm gonna do <laughs> that as a, a t-shirt. Classic. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Like, listen to the college experience. It's dramatically. Um, uh, Louisiana tech out the gate. Skip Holtz, my boy against my guy, Mike, when it could Leach. be a good game, I actually think it is going to be a good game, but Mississippi state's going to find a way to get it done. Well, let me tell you about Mississippi state. I'm looking at their stats here. Uh, I actually had the number five passing offense in the sec last year. So given that it's the air raid, you would expect it to be a little higher, but some pretty stiff competition with the well, likes and, of and K- KJ Costello couldn't run it. He that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't ready for it. Yeah. Likes of Florida, Alabama and Ole Miss in the conference also made it harder. Uh, overall, 12th out of 14th in total offense because a meager 43.9 rushing yards per game. 
that is significantly below anyone else. Uh, next lowest was Vanderbilt at 110. Dude, last year was crazy. It was literally like half the team was quitting. Yeah. And remember one game he started, they didn't have enough players and he said, fuck it. We'll still play yeah. the SEC said, okay, they only had like 46 players Yeah, and they played. Mike Leach is clearly a dude that it's his way or the highway. Like it's yeah. his, his culture is so tailored to his style. You know, well, it's, it's proven. You win 11 games at Washington state. You win 11 games at Texas yeah. tech. Uh, fuck you. Talk about a dude that when he, he gets his, the right guys in for yeah. what he's doing, that can go along with what he's doing, but I can imagine how it might be, you know, a, a drastic shakeup right yeah, out the gates. You know, sure. he's not like a lot of other coaches. Now I, on a quick glance, Patty, see they get LSU and at a and M back to back. Uh, yeah. that's my point. Yeah. Do you see my point? Yeah, you don't, see how don't see obvious Alabama, it is. You know, and they get a buy and then they get Alabama. They get yeah. LSU at a and M and Alabama in a three weeks or a four week stretch. Yeah. That is absolutely brutal. Um, but I'm going to make this case for you. I think La Tech is going to give them a game. I really do. Yeah. I think they're going to beat La Tech though. Give me a, like a, uh, they, they escape. They beat La Tech in Starkville. Then they host Dave Dorn in NC state, which is a tricky game. And I think this spread would be, if I had to, this would be like Mississippi state minus two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that, I mean, this is going to be, this is a 50, 50 game. Yeah. To me. Yeah. But to me, if they get that, the fact that it's in Stark Vegas, then they travel to a Memphis. road trip to Memphis. Yeah. Tough. This out of conference schedule is really tough. Yeah. You have a uh, uh, proven two good mid majors in La tech and Memphis. Uh, then you have NC state and then Eddie George and Tennessee state on November 20th, which is the layup Eddie George versus Leach, baby. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. And in between, why is that game in November? You have the sec West LSU and M Bama, which is brutal. Now from the East, so, so wait, USA today had them winning eight games. I'm trying to project what eight. So I guess La Tech, NC state, Memphis. Do they give him LSU? I'm going to give them LSU, but Ugh. dude, you got to figure LSU is going to come ready. No, but I, we just did LSU. And I said, I would, I'd take Mississippi, take, state. take Mississippi state. I said one of the, th- the four Yeah. that LSU starts with. So it depends on which one. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to wonder at eight wins then. Okay. Let's just say that, that there's no way they get to eight. There's I'm no talking way. USA today said that's th- th- I think yeah. USA today is outside of their fucking mind. So if it's La Tech, NC state, Memphis, then what Vandy for, they're not getting out of that first three without one loss. They're going to take one loss there. They could they could go undefeated there. Oh, I doubt it, man. To me, like I, I don't, I think Memphis is heading in the wrong direction. I think you're crazy. This is a team that was in the cotton bowl two years ago in the new year six. Yes, they played. And that Penn coach state. is gone. Do you know what? Uh, fucking Fuente left and, Yes. Uh, Norvell stepped in, but and Silverfield improved him. Silverfield did great he's last be year. Selling cars in like seven You're years. You're out dude. of your mind. He's a second half coach. You watched too many first halves <laughs> of Memphis last year. I'm a first half watcher, <laughs> um, dude. Uh, I got them. I think they can go three and zero there, and I think they can get Vandy, Kentucky. I th- getting Kentucky and Starkville is key. I can see eight. I see eight, eight and four. Man, I'm on board. I I'm see six board. and six. Mm. I see six and six on this schedule, and that might be. Give kind. me the six losses. Uh, LSU. Well, one of the first three, right? Yeah. If if I had to pick one, I would say NC State at home. I bet they can go to Memphis and get that done. I bet they can host Louisiana Tech and get that done. I, I think Doran's got a good fucking squad. Uh, 
Well, <laughs> NC State does get you make a decent case because they play on a Thursday against South Florida, so they get extra time to prep for the air raid. Mm, I don't know if it's going to be enough time, but either way, I mean, A and M dynamite defensive backfield that that right there could be uh, something that could slow down the air raid. LSU wants revenge. Alabama's Alabama. I say in their first six games, they're going to have four losses. Now the second half of the schedule is a little more for, forgiving at Vandy and hosting Kentucky. I bet they can win both of those um, at Arkansas is going to be a tough game and at Auburn is going to be a tough game. I'll give them one of those, right? Well, I'd say the reason why you like the Arkansas thing is because Arkansas is going through the gauntlet. I mean, yeah. And it'll, th- this, this team, Mississippi state will only improve as the season goes on. They're yeah. not a team that's going to get stagnant. Uh, I can see seven, seven and five, eight and four. That'd be a, a nice season yeah. for Leach. It takes a few years for him traditionally. Like you said, it's year but I three. I do think this defense has been better than any of his teams have ever been. Well, I agree with they you. They almost beat Georgia last year. They had they? the they number five defense in the SEC last year. Gave up less well, than 400 yards. And when you consider when KJ Costello is throwing p- interceptions every other fucking play, yeah. defense is probably better than what the, the stats. That's Tell true. You. That's true. You get the hold on to the ball a little longer or put a little more pressure on the offense. Dude, this team lost by this was 24, 24 at Georgia. Five minutes left. This was look at, I mean, any way you want to spin this, they lost by seven to Arkansas. They lost by seven to Georgia. They lost by seven to Ole Miss. They also, I would, I want to highlight that a and M game 28, 14. That game was if Costello wasn't throwing pick sixes every play. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be in a bunch of dog fights this year. There's no doubt about it. They're going to have an entertaining season. I just can't see them like blowing the doors out and getting, they, getting they ended the season beating Missouri who had beaten LSU. Uh, they beat Tulsa in that bowl game with that awesome fight at the end. That was great for the sport. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to just announce that that's great for that is for great sports. for the sport. These fucking hacks out there. But um, okay. So you think, I think it's going to be Mississippi state's going to have a better year than Ole Miss maybe hard fought season. But uh, I see them finishing about the same. I I think the egg bowl could be for a a bowl berth, um, but maybe at that point they're both at six wins or one of them's at six wins. So um, I I see them both as about 500 teams, maybe, maybe seven win teams. Um, All right. Well, with that said, let's hop on over. What are we down to the the final team here in the SEC West? Am I forgetting one? It's just L- it's just a and M, right? Yeah, I guess so. Early in the alphabet, let's talk about a and M that loses Kellen Mond. They lost a couple off the, the the offensive line should have to do a little repairing here, but they got a stud tight end. They got stud running backs. They got stud wideouts. They got Elko back. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, I, the quarterback in the offensive line and maybe a little bit of the defensive line, I think are the big question marks. <laughs> Their quarterback, the guy who they got coming in, he looks like Richie rich. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's like blonde and like a little pinhead. I don't know, but he looks, he looks like an athlete. So, and if he's has even serviceable mechanics, then that's an upgrade over what mind had who had that funky ass throwing motion. Yeah. And by the way, the toughest two game stretch here with a and M is probably at home to Alabama and at Missouri back to back weeks. Let me see this, but you see how they're trying to be kinder. You can see it as they uh, you gotta emerge. Look, you you got to go. Through I the think they were punishing man. them for a while there. The A and M for the quality of the, uh, of a team they were in as talented as they were. I think the uh, sec was like, 
trying to embarrass them early on during their transition from the big 12 to the sec. But I think you're right. I think they're starting to ease up on them a little well, bit. The value of them. I mean, people realize that they finished very close to the, to the invitational last year. Yeah. You look at the schedule at a conference. It should be a cakewalk to me. I'm a Colorado fan. And I'm telling you that Kent state, Colorado, New Mexico, and Prairie view. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get any easier than yeah, that. It's a right? cakewalk for uh, sure. It's not even in Boulder. It's in Denver, which I know is only like 30 minutes away, but yeah, they I, should, if you're a college kid in, 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 in Boulder, Colorado, which I've been to, yeah, you're probably taking a lot of edibles and all of a sudden 30 minutes, that 30 minute trip seems like a, <laughs> it's a, little uh, too seems far. a, a very, very far trip. I don't know how A&M fans travel that they're pretty, pretty gung ho at home though. Um, either way, I hate that in the NFL stadium. I hate those games. Yeah. Why? Couldn't Why? You this is play a... this in Boulder. You guys were just in the big 12. You guys would play this in Boulder all the time. Yeah. Come on. What the fuck is this Denver shit? Either way, the altitude could be a factor here. Colorado is a team that is improving, improving slowly, but surely they A&M should be far yeah. enough ahead of them that they go four and zero in their non-conference. Uh, and then, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to lose. You know what though? I think they're going to lose that dude. What's great about that. If you're a Missouri tiger fan, you couldn't get them at a better spot coming off the, uh, yeah, it's either going to be a uh, and M is crushed by a loss to Alabama or a and M is partying all week, celebrating from beating Alabama. They're going to lose both. And then they got to go to Missouri. They're going to lose both. They're probably lose both. And then I think, uh, maybe at LSU is the one that stands out. I think they're going to go nine and three, nine and three. Someone else is going to bite them. Auburn or uh, Mississippi State, Miss- it could be, it could be Old Miss in, in Oxford, but they'll win some too. Uh, nine and three, I think nine and three is about nine right. and three is what they're going to do. Yep. And Fisher will still not have <laughs> a ten year or not have a ten win season in in College Station. <laughs> What's the ceiling here? I mean, they 0? could have a fucking amazing they season. Can't go twelve and 0. they're not going twelve and zero, yeah. but I could see eleven and one if they're on fire. If the quarterback play comes around, if they get that Eric Gilbert dude to transfer over. And he's that difference maker at the wide. I mean, apparently they're wide receivers. So he's just considering every good team in the SEC. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's and, and Clemson. <laughs> what a fool. Um, okay. I mean, I don't Supposedly know. Supposedly they're uh, A&M's wide receivers weren't at full strength last year during COVID. So they they should have an improved core. Their defense is going to be stout as shit. And then uh, I think their offense and defensive fronts are very stout. And then uh, obviously Isaiah Spiller's a beast. So everything but the quarterback position seems like it's in a good state, you know, but you're going to need everything to be, if you're going to yeah. run the table. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the Florida Gators. All right. Florida <sighs> Gators. But first I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and receive a special offer up to $500. Yes, terms and conditions do apply, but get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and download the app today. Patty C, the Gators. What is a great season for the Gators this year? Oh. See, but check this out. They don't have a two, a tough two-game stretch. Not really, no. The toughest two game stretch they have is Alabama, Tennessee. Uh Alabama, Tennessee. Where is it? Yeah, that, but they're both in Gainesville. That's not that bad. That's what I'm saying. You have, are you picking up on this? Well, Georgia had a quote quote neutral site game, which is in Jacksonville. And then at South Carolina? At South Carolina could be tough. I think South Carolina might be horrible this year. 
Uh, old Shaney B not doing it for you. <laughs> I didn't like that hire, but we'll see. I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again. Yeah, at least you admit it. But you see my point though, is that while there's death blows to, to Arkansas. Yeah. Florida kind of has Florida, LSU, things, Alabama, they, they've kind of gave them a pass, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, even, even SCC heads, you know, who are not typically the type to uh, admit when there's some fuckery going on, will admit that there's some fuckery going on with the schedule that they'll, they'll downplay it, but they have to admit it. You know, it's obvious. Yeah. Fucking obvious. Um, This at a conference schedule is Florida Atlantic, South Florida, uh, Samford and Florida state. Is that that's not one good team? No. Did any of those teams have a winning record last year? What Florida? was Florida Atlantic? They might have won. I think they went five and four. Did they? What was there? See, Florida Atlantic's twenty twenty record was if the fucking internet would work five and four. Yep, five and four. But this is a horrible offense. Five and four. I mean, they beating be- up a terrible conference USA. Yeah, I mean they got smacked. They beat no one that was good. Yeah. They didn't beat one team that was good. Um this is a this might be the worst out of conference schedule. When you <laughs> consider how bad Florida State was last year. And you consider how bad USF was. The fact that they're going on the road to US, that's the biggest smack in UCF's face, like of of anything. <laughs> Although I do think that USF took a two for one, right? There's a chance the best team that they're playing at a conference is their FCS team, Samford, that that went <laughs> that went four and three. <laughs> Uh, that's good. I you got to figure Florida state by the end of the year might have it going under Norvell Mackenzie Milton. If that knee people, holds up, people have been saying that for four years now, Patty, see, you're, it's like you're trying to sell me on the Miami thing again. Well, Miami has had a couple decent years. They're not good. Patty. C. They're not good. And, um, but Florida state could give Florida a little bit of trouble. Let me make the case for this. If Florida beats Bama on September 18th, look out. They could, they're, they're, I will say this. If they beat Bama on September 18th, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be seven and oh, heading into Baton Rouge on October 16th. One, two, three, four, five. And they'll have only played six. Though. That was okay, six and oh, six and oh. Yeah. Going into Baton Rouge. Uh, and that'll be a hell of a game. College I, game. I think now. they're better than LSU right now. Yeah. So uh, it's very even. We just I think said lot. that when we did LSU fucking 20 minutes ago. Well, I think, yeah, uh, uh, yeah I think this is, uh, <laughs> what are you changing horses? Wait, did I, say fl- I do think, but the yeah. game, the fact that the games <laughs> at, at LSU though, you just said though, that LSU is better uh, when we did LSU or I'm sorry, that Florida is better than LSU. So we're giving it to Florida to beat. It's going to be a close game, but I think we, we, we both agreed to that. Okay. I don't know that I will stick to that, but I, I actually, with Emory Jones, I'm a little more confident in Florida's outlook for this season. And in even in that game, even at fucking Death Valley. So then they get Florida, which I th- or Georgia, I'm sorry, in the cocktail party. Uh, I don't know if we can say that anymore. The world's biggest cocktail party. Can we still say that? Right. Uh, non-alcoholic cocktail yeah. party. Um, I think they'll get a loss there. Mm. But my point is if they are able to beat Bama, they can just pull one upset. Even if it's not Bama, if it's Georgia. They are sitting pretty nice, but I do think, you know what game's going to catch them? Saturday, November 20th. What's that? Uh, at Missouri? It yeah. could. It very well good. But nine and three. They host Samford the week before. That's true. That helps. 
That helps. Almost almost a buy to help them get ready for. But dude, Columbia, Missouri might be cold on November twentieth, man. That's true. That's true. That's kind of slept on place yeah. to have to play. Uh, uh Georgia is going to be a hell of a game because Georgia doesn't have a tough schedule either. Georgia at worst will have Georgia's one loss. To the playoffs. All right. This, this Florida's going nine and three. We'll see. Well, I, I, I agree maybe with you. even eight and four, maybe even eight and four. You think a loss to Alabama, a loss to Georgia, a and, loss to Missouri, and a loss to Missouri. And if it's not Missouri, it's LSU. You're probably right. Yeah. Nine and three sounds about right. Nine and three, maybe eight and four. There it is. Keep I think on that eight maybe four. 10 and two. You really think so? I mean, if LSU is not up to snuff. I think they could lose that Kentucky. And I'm just not sold on Georgia yet. Like the the what was the stat that I was looking at? It was uh points per game, okay? Alabama last year 48.5, Florida 39.8. And uh, you realize Georgia is like the old Alabama. They actually play really great defense and run the ball. Sure. Well, I'm going to I'll pull that up too in just a second. Uh Ole Miss 39.2 and then you have the drop off. 32.6 for AM, 32.3 for Georgia, 32.0 for LSU. So it's just not that elite. No, but Stetson Bennett was playing half the season, dude. Now, Georgia did have the number two defense in the SEC in points per game, giving up only 20. So we're, who, who are we comparing them to? Florida? Florida all the way down at number eight, giving up 31 points per game. So I guess, yeah, Florida a little bit more of a little run and shoot thing there where Georgia's playing some classic football. Let's talk about the Bulldogs. Let's dive into them because after they play Clemson on Saturday, September, you know, this, the line is out for this Patty C and Clemson's a four point favorite. I'm on the Bulldogs all day. I don't know, dude. Ukulele is uh, not going to be a huge drop off from Lawrence. I said it. You heard it. Right. ETN is gone. Dude, they are going to fucking reload. Georgia will win this game. <sighs> In or at least cover four. It's gonna be a three point game. Yeah, I can yeah. see them covering. Um I like Georgia still to win that. I think Clemson I think Clemson could have some issues. Will Shipley. Uh the White Wonder. He is Christian McCaffrey 2.0 coming in. I want to say uh legit four four speed. Uh we're gonna see if they can oh boy, pour me out another little, I'll take a little half shot. I don't want to waste all your good stuff there, buddy. Take it easy. Shout out to Magic Man Blanco, Boom. legend. Yeah, Colby's got some high-end fucking whiskey here, courtesy of one of our great, great listeners. Yes. So, I mean, I actually think Georgia could. I think they're in the college football playoffs. I think NC Nick is ahead of the curve here. Oh, I, they're in the playoff. They're in the playoff. I don't because, see who they lose to. Look, it, besides Clemson. Well, Bo At Nicks, Auburn. Bo that's Nicks, the one. Yeah. Please. Please. Just to, just to make the college football season Interesting. Yeah. And I have nothing against Georgia. I just want oh, to I like Georgia. Yeah. I, I would love for them to win a national championship, but yeah, I, I just, I'm rooting for Auburn heavily in that game just cause I don't want to, I don't want the season to be predictable. It's going to be so fucking predictable. Auburn has been like a, a beacon of like, you know, turnover that we need. This is the question that I wanted to ask you before. Okay. And you've told me that there's no ideal amount of power five teams and you know, or traditional powerhouses and non-traditional powerhouses, which I agree, you know, whatever, whoever the best fucking team is, is what you said is who you want to see, you know, and uh, the team that earns it the, the right in way the play- in a playoff, yeah. you know, which I agree with. But what is the max number of 
teams like blue bloods that have, are in it every year that you, you like to see, because we clearly have an issue with a certain number of teams being in there every year. And that's all the fuck. Well, teams. I think every conference should have a represent representative. I think that's a, a must. That's a must. In, in, on but FBS, what if like yeah. for 10 years in a row, it was USC, uh, Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson and fucking Ohio state. I'm okay with that. You are. I mean, I would be bored as but, fuck. Uh, no, with that. I would be bored, but I'm saying like, as long what, as they're what given the opportunity. Right. But let me uh, say, now, I, I would hope that they don't, uh, they're still going to try to do that with the conference scheduling. So it is what it is, but I'm saying, but w- when there's, when there's less incentive, when Alabama doesn't have to be given preferential scheduling in order to get into it. And by the way, UCLA is only playoff. won with the PAC 12 South, like what twice in the past, like seven years. So, I mean, you see, oh, USC, we're oh, talking USC. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The Pac-12, the 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 format. You see what happens. Yeah. Like you're just even if you have a huge talent advantage over every other team in the fucking conference, which they pretty much do, you're still not gonna win it every year because there's natural turnover. When when you're not so far ahead of everyone else and given a, ben- a beneficial schedule, then you get caught in the games you're supposed to get caught in. You know. Well, the, yeah. For some, uh, the Pac-12 is late to the party on this because. Well, they you, just you, have some fucking scruples. Well, USC would like play like Oregon, and then the next week play like at Utah. Which they, if that was the SEC, you would protect that. You would put both games way apart from each other. Yeah. Um. So what? I, I guess I'm unclear on what My you're asking. My question is yeah. okay. How many? If you if you had five teams in the playoff, right? And then the next year, Wait, how many teams are making the playoffs? Well, let's just say the power five, the, the teams that are represented in the power five as the conference champions are automatic bids to, let's say an 18 playoff. Right. Okay. And those five teams are guaranteed their spot. Do you want, are you okay with seeing the same five teams three, no. four years in a row? Okay. I mean, I, I want change into me. How much change? I don't care. I don't I, one I, team. If it was four teams and one changed every year, would that be entertaining for you? It, no, it wouldn't. Well, it Let matters me answer who your wins. It matters who wins too. In the playoff, of, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's been that like that, and different teams have won each year, but it's the same fucking five or six teams. It's boring as fuck. Yeah, you know who it's going to be. Well, not if there's 18 playoffs because you're telling me. Then there's that, a little like, more. Boise State and and Cincinnati and UCF are in there, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. this is great. Just one of yeah. them makes it way more interesting. Yeah. I agree. But ideally, I would say probably at least half the teams would be not the same as the year before, you know, and that would keep it. I'm okay with teams. Like, in fact, I almost would prefer like it not to be an entirely new set of eight teams every year because then well, that's, you, that's why eight is as lame as four almost, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I understand we might be headed to eight, but it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't, it really doesn't at the end of the day. Like you got to get much bigger. You it's gotta better ca- than four. I'll take it. Of course, it's better than four, but not by much to me. Yeah. Like you have to cast a net big enough where, knowing the discrepancy in in scheduling. Yeah. Like Iowa State being shafted, they should be in with. Oklahoma. I think you're probably right. I yeah. think like I, I was I was telling you this earlier. This is the first time like you know we I've bitched and moaned along with you about the fairness being an issue and like. But legitimately, from an entertainment standpoint, I haven't been that like on unenter- or bored by the prospect. Like in May, I'm usually like, oh, like salivating at whatever matchup could potentially be in the New Year's Six. Like, oh, this will be interesting. This will be. This is the first time I'm like, dude, it's gonna be the- boring. Like, dude, no I, matter- I host a college football podcast, and I, lo- I mean, we both do. But I'm saying, like, I love the sport, but 
I've in my since watching since 1992 heavily in 92, but I watched before that. But I can't recall a time that was as uninteresting as as now. Yeah, and I I I, I say that with love. I hope our listeners tune in. We're going to be bringing you. I still love the sport. Yeah, and if something I'm wild not, happens, great. I'm not excited about it. it, it the sport is stale to me. Yeah, we knew who the playoff contenders were halfway well, through the fucking and, season. Well, last the point year. with this is, and like, we were right. Well. If your team, here's how I know it's unfair. If Iowa State was to go eleven and one, they would never be in. They would never be in. It's, they would not put them in. We saw it with yeah. TCU. They would not put them in. Yeah, TCU right? say say no more. There will always be enough eleven and one blue bloods that. It, but but here's an the eleven problem. and one non blue blood will get Iowa left State out. Iowa State has to play back to back away games. Oklahoma doesn't. Yeah. The fact that it's even harder for them to like, I, I really get think, to that point. I really think despite Oklahoma, let's say Oklahoma beats Iowa State 38-35 in Norman. Iowa State gets them on the second half of a back-to-back. I really think Iowa State might be that better team, but they had to go through that gauntlet where Oklahoma didn't. Yeah. And to me, that's what makes the game so unfair. Yeah. And so hard it, to watch. So, it, well, that's why you need a cat to cast up a, a big net. In my opinion, like me, I know Leach when he was on our show, he said the same thing. You need to cast a bigger net to find out who the best team is. Because if you're just believing that, Oh, they went 12 and 0 or 10 and one. Well, they also had a gigantic. Yeah. They played no one in their non-conference yeah, and or, their or, conference. Or the way that their schedule is manipulated. Catered to it like just makes it. So it's so unknown of who the fuck are really the best teams. Yeah. It, like you're under the illusion that you think these are the best teams. And that's the problem. Let's talk Georgia Bulldog football. What's going to be, are they going to go 12 and one mm. or I'm sorry, 11 and one. They will. If not 12 and 0, Georgia's going to the playoff this year. I think they are. I think they are. And, and Saturday, September 4th is going to tell us a lot. JT Daniels health is going to tell us a lot because if he goes down, I don't know what they're going to do. Let me tell you this though. Dewan Mathis is at temple. Now was that their stud wide receiver? No, that's their, that was their quarterback that started the Arkansas game. Who is the, who's their number two, not Pickens, but uh, Pickens he, is out for the year. Is he out for the entire yeah. season? Dude, that, that guy number year. seven, I forget. He's a fucking monster for them, too. Number seven. I don't, I'm, you know me, I'm horrible with numbers, man. I'm yeah. really horrible with well, numbers. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll pull them up here in a little bit, but uh, they have some guys to catch the ball. Obviously, they're always going to have their guys running the ball. Um, let me see if I can't find, oh, they don't have the, the jersey number. Oh, boy. Anyway, I mean, come on. Let's not spend that much time looking up who the fuck. Jermaine seven is. Burton. Okay. Jermaine Burton's yeah. a fucking animal. But my point is, is that I think I'm going to pencil in Georgia because I think they're going to, I think, let me ask you this. If they lose to Clemson on Saturday, September 4th, and they lose to Alabama on December 4th, with two losses, are they in? Uh, no. I think they could be. Well, it would have to depend on. I can't imagine. I mean, has a two loss team gotten in yet? I don't think it's happened yet. I don't even know. I figure there's, there's gotta be at least a, a you, you're, they're not going to get over in over a two loss champion from another power five conference. And there's almost guaranteed to be exclusively uh two loss or less champions there's, from there's each of the two loss team in the pac 12. There's going to be, I think there's, there's a but chance they there's gonna be a two loss team in the big 12. That's fine. It, if the if that team is the champion of the Big Twelve or the Pac Twelve, 
that that would be very hard for them to leave that team out if they were the champion and Georgia was not with two. So losses. Georgia really needs to beat Clemson essentially. That that's so the season's over after September fourth. If they lo- <laughs> yeah, I mean if they lose to Clemson, uh, then there's a chance they don't make it. If they beat Clemson, they're in because they'll yeah, go twelve and zero and they'll I lose agree. one game in the uh, they'll lose to Alabama in the uh, yeah. SEC championship game and they'll still get in. I completely in. agree there. Okay, so let's let's move along. Interesting move season move there. Move on from from them. <laughs> Let's go to the uh, Kentucky Wildcats. What's a, what's a, what do you think? I mean, Kentucky's kind of a team. Now, th- look at this. This is my point exactly. They get three games. L- listen to this three game stretch. Yeah. From October 9th to, or from, sorry, from October 2nd to October 16th, Florida, LSU at Georgia. It's tough. Pat, do you not see what I'm saying here? <laughs> do you not see it though? Because I'm like, for me, when I watch the schedule, I feel like Keanu Reeves in the matrix where he's seeing the green little numbers going down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. this is bullshit. They don't do this to the big, to the, to the good schools. I, I, w- I would love to see like w- what we should do is cause I think the most accurate like way to judge what we're saying, it could be like new year's six births or uh national championships as a way to calculate like what, a, what a difficult team is. But I think recruiting rankings, if you're looking at, You'll never see Alabama play three straight teams with top fifteen recruiting. I just classes. went back to Georgia's because we didn't do Georgia's. What's their hardest? The, what's their hardest back to back series? Essentially, I think it's probably October thirtieth, November sixth. They're yeah. at a neutral site in Jacksonville for Florida. Then they host Missouri. <laughs> they have a fucking cakewalk. Georgia. No, but they, you don't see. This isn't on purpose. All right, this isn't by accident, Patty. See, this is on purpose. Yeah. And when, then when you look at Kentucky, Kentucky gets and you get Florida, Florida, LSU, LSU and Georgia. Georgia three weeks in a row, no bye weeks, no nothing. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's just fucking bullshit. I see it every fucking year, dude. Yeah, it's every fucking year. And, and it's pathetic that it's pathetic to me that like SEC fans are the ones that want to keep the 14 players. It's like this is a loaded deck from the start. Well, I mean, Who would, Alabama would lose a game if they had to do those three in a row. I guess any the, team in the nation. I'm if sorry. You're Kentucky. If you're Kentucky, do you fucking, do you really get off on Alabama winning? National yes, Champions? because you get a big chunk of fucking money. Yeah, I guess so. Keeps your basketball program afloat. This is ridiculous. Or I mean, the float, basketball program is doing fine, but I'm saying not like, afloat, yeah. but it, it contributes. Yes, it helps. Yes. But I, I just don't understand how people don't, you know what it is is because it's the lay fan that doesn't look into this and they think, Oh, this is fair. It's not fair. It's not fair from the start. No, I will make this case. Patty C home to Florida, home to LSU at Georgia. No one, zero teams out of 130 would go undefeated in that stretch. Yeah, I agree. Alabama, especially included. It's been proven. Zero teams would go undefeated in that stretch. I agree. And and, and this is supposed to be, and this is their every year fucking thing. Yeah, Kentucky is just one of these teams in the SEC that accepts that they're going to benefit from the clout of being in the SEC, and that's ridiculous. They'll never actually compete for an SEC championship game. Like, if I'm the coach, what are you supposed to do? You just collect your check, you fucking go home, say, "Hey, maybe we can upset one of them." Yeah, uh, it's just fucking ridiculous. That's ridiculous to me. Yeah, Kentucky, how many losses? I see them losing all three of those. What about Missouri in Lexington? That's a big one for their season. Yeah. If you're a Kentucky fan, circle Saturday, September 11th, because I think I made this case for Arkansas. Had they gotten Missouri in September, which I think could be a, a benefit to them. I think Missouri could have a special season if they're, if, if Missouri's able to catch, 
to win this game against Arkansas or against Kentucky. Yeah. So I, I think this is actually a really compelling this is gonna game. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really compelling game. And if I'm a Kentucky fan, this is one that you really need because knowing that you, and by the way, before those three, you're at South Carolina. So I understand South Carolina is not one of the better teams, but they gave you a road game before that three game gauntlet to make it even worse. Yeah. They gave you a road game. So yeah, you're coming you back start off, off of the road with a pretty tough game going to it's South Carolina fucking, based on having pretty similar talent. It's levels. unbelievable to me that they can get away with that without like the public catching that. Like how are shows not talking about that? Well, no one gives a fuck. Like ESPN is never going to talk about Kentucky football. So there's that. Well, then you're going to wonder why I'm saying like, this is obvious. It's fucking obvious when you go through it. It's unbelievable to me. Um, list of six. What do you think? Six and six, seven and five. Oh, uh, is every team in the sec playing New Mexico state? I'm joking, but <laughs> it, they seem to be all over. I got to just dive in. They're getting who this year, New Mexico state. They get Alabama and Kentucky back to back weeks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just two, um, but I feel like New Mexico also gets, uh, yeah, 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 is yeah. in the sec. They like that. Uh, what, what do you think is a great, is a, I mean, I'll be honest, man. If Stoops just makes a bowl, he's a, he's a great coach. I agree. Uh, Louisville will be a fun <laughs> game at the end of the year. This schedule's Stoops is records at, uh, he's a good Kentucky. coach. He's a good coach. Two man. and 10, five and seven, five and seven, seven and six, seven and six, 10 and three, eight and five. He's a fucking great coach. I don't know what he did last year. Cause they don't have that on this thing. What did he do last year? No, they, they, they struggled. They struggled. They went, I think five and six, if memory serves me correct. Yeah. Five and six. Okay. But prior to that, he had had four straight winning seasons. I do think maybe, maybe just based on that, we should expect him to get to. Well, that, that's my point though, man, is it's like, you, you, you're especially when you know, based on what the hand you're dealt from the start. Yeah. Like you like can't you're, play, build. You're, you're trying to play blackjack and you have a, a fucking two and a four. Yeah. And, and fucking right. The guy across from you is being dealt yeah, pocket like, rockets or every just, fucking hand. It's just ridiculous, man. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I lose interest as I, I'm like, what are they supposed to do right there? That three game gauntlet is fuck. I know when the argument would be, someone's got to play it. Well, the irony to me is yeah, someone does have to play it, but why is it still the shitty teams every year? They have to play it. Yeah. And no, no one has to play it all back to back to back. You can fucking schedule you can make it even. You can make everyone eat the same plate of shit or whatever it so, is. So what do you think at the end of the day for Kentucky? Um, I think they could beat Missouri. That Missouri game is huge. If you're a Wildcat fan. I got them losing that. that. I got them beating ULM. I got them beating Chattanooga. Do you have them winning, beating South Carolina on the 25th? I don't think so. They might. Oh, think, that's I, a game. I think he's, so. I think that, he I think might so. win that. Yeah, yeah actually. He, especially with Beamer being brand new. So that gives him three. I got them losing all three of the next three. Uh, between at Mississippi State hosting Tennessee and at Vandy, I, I got them at six and six. I bet they take two of those. They're, they're gonna go six and six or seven and five. And then New Mexico, if they get to Louisville, that seven and five. Otherwise, it's six and six. Yeah. That's uh, Kentucky yeah. football fans probably take that. Let's be honest. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about these Missouri Tigers. All right. But before I, I tell you about the Tigers, I want to tell you guys that we're sponsored by the the cold activated silver bullet Coors Light. Yes. Patty C, do you ever feel like you're on? Yes, Colby, I do. Well, what do you what do you do when you need a moment to chill? Right? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for for what's next? There's one thing in particular that I like to do, Colby. You like to drink Coors Light at a very fast, rapid pace. Right. Rapid. Jeez, I can't even talk. Pace. Um, 
Well, that's why you should, all right? But you got to drink responsibly, Patty C, right? No, but- I'm shotgunning a fucking 10 Coors Lights. <laughs> And I'm driving a hundred miles an hour down the road. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Driving a hundred and someone in, in, in an Uber. You're That's demanding right. that they drive hundred miles, miles an, an hour. hour. Look, Coors Light is just the smoothest, greatest beer on the planet, right? Look, Coors Light is the one I choose when I want to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door drizzly or instacart pretty fucking amazing they just show up to your door of course brewing company golden colorado it's a good beer and as always celebrate responsibly patty c yeah i'm just joking guys don't take that out of context <laughs> come on uh missouri tigers this is we've we've highlighted this one me you nc nick they could have a good year i actually think that kentucky game we're gonna learn a lot about Missouri on, on September 11th, because that, and then the, to me, a little bit of a sleeper game, September 15th, or I'm sorry, September 25th. Uh, I think there's a strong chance they go six and oh, and Patty C, you know, if they go in six and oh, I think they're going seven and oh, Missouri, that A&M game being the, uh, A&M's lucky coming, number coming seven, Alabama. Yeah. That's a trap game all day. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this, no matter what, October 16th, they're beating AM. They're going to drop one of those though. I, I know. I, the, you know what game that I think it is? BC. I know. Yeah. I think that's the one Halfley's going to ha- dial it yeah. up and chestnut Hill chestnut Hill is, but the- still, if they lose to BC, it's a better loss than Kentucky because they'll still be in first place in the SEC. That's right. East. That's, right. that's then, a huge game right yeah. out the gates. You're right. Then they're at Vandy, which is a win. They get a back-to-back away of at Vandy at Georgia. Tough to go at Georgia, but Patty C, they lose to Georgia, but if Georgia, then they're in a spot where Georgia doesn't have any room for error, right? Yeah. So then they get South Carolina, Too bad Florida, Georgia's schedule Arkansas. is so easy. They went nice on Missouri, though, because that back-to-back stretch, what's the hardest part? Uh, Yeah, that's not. They actually have a very it's, nice schedule. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That schedule is gold, man. Uh... Look, it's got to be at Georgia. If they go into Athens and get the upset, Missouri will be that shocker team that we've been waiting for, but they're still not going to get through. That. I don't think they win in Athens, but you never know. Cause they're known to, to choke for Lay a, a little egg there. I mean, Mississippi state almost won there last year, but yeah. I think if Georgia loses to Auburn yeah. or Florida, yeah, all of a sudden Missouri would have life. They could take that L. Yeah. It's, it, it's tricky. It gets tricky a little bit here. We're just giving them a and M, but um, I think they, they get them in a great spot. Gold, yeah. Gold man. Especially when you see the records of teams that have come off, off. Yeah. Alabama. Um, yeah. It's no matter what you, when you come off Alabama, you're unless your coach like tells you, Hey guys, we're going to lose this week. Let's get ready for the following week, which doesn't happen. You're playing Alabama. You're putting your heart and your soul into yeah, it. Yeah. And you're probably either taking a, an ass kicking a tough loss or you're winning either way. Yeah. You're not ready for next week. Well, and then you have, so that makes to me the week two game. Just there, I think Missouri's season is really. I think week two is the biggest season, the, the biggest game of their season. If they win at Kentucky, well, Georgia's the biggest week of their season. Yeah, because I think they're going to lose that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. At Kentucky is potentially the. the I'm saying if they lose at Kentucky, we know they're not even right. going to be a player yeah. in the SEC. But that's the right? pivotal game because yes. it sets up the rest of the schedule. And it's a nice schedule. Yeah. Potentially some nice huge schedule. games down yeah. the stretch. Um, 
Yeah, I think there's a great chance that that Drinkowitz goes nine and three, eight and four. <laughs> oh, he could easily also shit the bed. But but Odom left them in uh, a good the, spot. Yeah, what I mean, they, six they, and six. Yeah, that's what I'm saying they were a solid team, man. Yeah, but I I think I mean this is a team that beat LSU last year. They weren't horrible. So uh, yeah, Missouri is way under the fucking radar. I I think they're a team that we really need to watch this this season. So. Let's jump on board to uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. Shane Beamer, Patty C. What are we doing here? Well, I know you have a, a game of interest at the. Front but they're going to lose. Game. You don't just go in the Dowdy Fick, Ficklin and and try to you know look. It's easy to see a tide turn. All right, oh, we're going to see a tide turn, Patty C. And look, and the ECU faithful. This is the year that we turn the corner. See, we just got a Virginia Tech. Uh, Four-star transfer. Yeah. Nice. What is it? A wideout? Yeah. And that's what we need right now, man. So I'm telling you. Mike we, Houston pulling from the state, pulling from the Commonwealth. You got to do it. You got to go out there and do it. So uh, ECU. They're going to pull that upset. But they get Eastern Illinois, which would definitely be a win because they're horrible in the FCS. Yeah. Um, But look, they have back-to-back. They go at Dowdy Ficklin, then Georgia. <laughs> I mean... Look, they, they didn't even need to do that to themselves, and they gave themselves right. a back-to-back away. Uh, that's Shane, their only back-to-back away. Shane Beamer will find himself in a little bit of hot water early on if he takes this loss to ECU in Greenville. Um, Beamer's traditionally losing Greenville. That's you know true. I mean? That family has struggled in that city. Um, that's a 50-50 game. I At this point, I have to give it to South Carolina. I hate to tell you that. But not by much, not by much. They could easily lose that. The Pirates have been winners over forty years. There's a reason why South Carolina canceled their last game in Greenville. Ugh. All right, shook, shook ones. He wants to switch school presidents, and we're going to put them in their place. They also might lose to Troy on October second. <laughs> I mean, I actually think there's potential here. Yeah, for South Carolina to have a horrible fucking year. Sure, I mean, there's. It's an SEC schedule, so let's let's just say they beat Eastern Illinois, East Carolina, and Troy. Yeah, I think their only other win is Vandy. They could take Kentucky at home. It's not a game we just gave that to Kentucky. I would favor to Kentucky. Yes. Yeah, Vandy uh, at Tennessee is going to be a great game. <laughs> Those are two evenly matched teams. Uh, but I think if they lose to ECU and don't sleep on Troy, I think Troy could bite them. That's true. I mean, they can't, they can't fuck around. They, they should be too they, talented. They could go to <clears> 10. <throat> Who's that running back? They got Uh Harris, right? Yeah. The He's a Kevin beast. Harris. Is there? Yeah. yeah. I believe Kevin Harris or is that, I believe it's Kevin Harris. I know that sounds like that guy we went to high school with, <laughs> but Kevin Harris, uh, or maybe, uh, yeah, I'm just drawing a blank. Yeah, it's Kevin Harris. It's I'm, Kevin I'm Harris. fairly certain it's Kevin Harris. Um, <sighs> Let me look this up here. No, no, no. It's not that important. It's Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris. I'm fairly yeah. certain. Yeah. But I'm 1138 saying, yards last could, year, 6.2 yards per rush. But what? Their quarterback's gone. Who's that? Who's their QB? I don't even know. I don't know. But when you have a stout uh, run game, run game, you can kind of lean on that. And then this guy is legitimately, in my opinion, one of the top three or four I agree. backs in the SEC. I, I actually love this kid. Love he this jumped kid out he on tape to yeah. me. I agree. But this team is not doing anything more than five wins. Best case scenario, five and seven. I agree. But that that said, I mean, the back half of this schedule, holy shit. 
I mean, take, take Vandy out of that, but at <laughs> AM, Florida, at Missouri, Auburn, and Clemson. Good <laughs> Lord. They're definitely losing their last five games. This team is, is, is best case scenario, five and seven. Yeah. I think there's a good chance they're looking Four at and three eight. and nine. Three and nine. Yeah, it could happen. It would not be uh, uncommon for South Carolina to have that kind of season, especially on our new coach who's never been a head coach before. Mm. That said, mm. David Shaw, Dabo Swinney. Anytime you have a wildly popular coach that doesn't have the credentials necessarily for the job, it somehow works out better than you would think. Maybe these people out there are smarter than we know. And there's something about this guy that's got them headed in the right direction. You make a lot of sense. I want this pilot. All right. <laughs> and you want that pilot. Um, okay. Let's talk Tennessee volunteer football here. This is a team. I have no idea what to think of Tennessee this year. They had like 75 people transfer out. Dude, they had 75 people transfer to Oklahoma. Yeah, I know. And then they also had like just recently a couple of Michigan transfers come in. I got no idea what's happening in Knoxville. I know they They got Hendon Hooker and fucking uh, Milton, Joe Milton. And they just brought in a Michigan linebacker. Guantanamo Bay is out. Yeah. Guantanamo Bay is in Pullman, Washington. Uh, I got no idea. I mean, now I will say this Bowling Green, Tennessee tech, two of your first three games are against trash. When I say trash, the epitome of trash, uh, they actually get like four, four cupcakes in a way. So all they got to do is win. this is what's ridiculous. All they got to do is win two games that they're not supposed to, and they'll be bowling. Mm, Yeah. Kind of trash I mean, in the nine. How bad is Bowling Green, Tennessee Tech, South Alabama, and Vanderbilt? <laughs> Those are four almost guaranteed wins. The you fact that put, all four are in Knoxville dude, too, dude. I'll be. I'm not even fucking around. Yeah, you could put a Wyoming would win four. Oh, we go four zero. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, Pitt is beatable at home in Tennessee. There's a hundred thousand people there in Rocky Top. Uh, we know Kenny Pickett's in his 55th year of quarterback, but, but once again, Tennessee at Florida at Missouri. Yeah. Tough, tough stretch for Tennessee there. Look, but, uh, what? they're still nicer to Tennessee than five of their schools. first the seven pedigree. games at home. Yeah. Got uh, old school blue blood status. What, um, what, what's a great year for hype on year one. They get to eight. Well, let's say they beat Pitt and they're three and oh, they, they beat South Carolina in the four. Ole Miss five because Lane Train coming back to Knoxville. They get Kentucky six, South Alabama seven, Vandy eight. They they actually could. It's not they that could crazy. win nine. It's not that fucking crazy, dude. Because we're assuming they lose at Florida you know what though, but, but I'm a skeptic on hypo a little bit. Yeah, I'm a skeptic on hypo a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the UCF thing. It looks a little like it's confusing because Frost is the one that put them so high and he hasn't had any success at Nebraska since. So was it just the talent that, you know, made UCF as good as they were that? And was it just that year? I mean, he had a lot of talent at UCF the past couple of years. Hypo. I mean, they, they had a fucking loaded receiving core. Yeah. I would assume, I mean, relative to the talent that they're going to be playing against, he's going to be at a disadvantage compared to what he had at UCF. So I think he's going to struggle. A Gun to your head. I think they're going to go five and seven. Uh, looking at this schedule, I bet they get to six and six. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I want to, we, we got to talk about the Vanderbilt Commodores in a second here. That's all the teams I think we have left, right? 
We've talked South Carolina. We've talked Florida, Missouri. Okay, Vanderbilt. But before we get to Vanderbilt, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't played on Underdog Fantasy, you need to check it out. Their fantasy best ball tournaments are some of the best around. Let me tell you, including their best ball mania two tournament where you can win a million dollars cash. Yes. Plus you can play a number of games involving parlaying player props for MLB, the NBA and more. Actually, currently they have a, a special NBA playoffs best ball tournament going as well. Go to underdogfantasy.com, Use that promo code SGPN. And don't forget to enter their best ball mania two tournament for your chance to win a million dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. Uh, all right. I Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt. <laughs> They're investing a ton of money <laughs> into their football program. Dude, there's a chance. There's a chance you're playing in Fort Collins. They're going to lose that. They're going to lose that game. They, <laughs> I'll be honest. East Tennessee state's not horrible out the gate. They're not going to lose to each Tennessee state. I'm just saying they're not horrible. Clark Lee, new coach. Who did he get as an offensive coordinator? I don't know, but East Tennessee state went four and two a season ago. All right. And, and I'll let you know their losses were by four and by eight. They almost went undefeated. They beat VMI. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. David Rye, uh, reportedly hired. Uh, he was the Arizona Cardinals wide receiver coach is now at, uh, Vandy as their, uh, offensive coordinator. Clark Lee did a good job well, at Notre Dame. What does Vandy do this year? Really? I mean, at Colorado state, that's such a weird game. That's probably a loss. I think it's a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Home to Stanford's a loss, right? Yep. Home to Georgia, loss. Home to UConn. They Edsel had a year to practice and watch film. They're gonna stomp UConn. <laughs> I don't even know if you could say that. <laughs> Maybe not with any confidence. I don't know about stomping. I think they'll probably win. They'll stomp UConn. UConn is. Do I gotta go through history and tell you? Are you are you touting UConn taking the year no, off as I, a, a, a reason that they're more prepared? No, to but say? I just want to tell you they're out of conference. Let me give you an idea about Vanderbilt. All right, 2019 because they didn't have an out of conference schedule in 2020. Yeah, they lost to Purdue, 42 to 24. Yeah, that's they not beat that bad. Northern Illinois 28 to. Or, I'm sorry, 24. To 18. Six hmm. point win. Okay. Right? They lost to UNLV by 24. UNLV only won. Jeez. UNLV in not in Nashville. UNLV was four and eight. Oh God. Right? That's I didn't realize Vandy is that bad. Is that Derek Mason? Yeah. And that's the last hold on, but I just wanna just cause I just some think sometimes you forget <laughs> how bad they've gotten. Fucking uh, uh, uh who's Penn State's coach? Franklin, you're Franklin's remembering not the Franklin. Wa- Franklin's not walking through that door. This team played Tennessee State in 2018. Eddie George is now the head coach of Tennessee State, but in 2018, they won 31-27, squeaking by. So for you to just think they're just going to destroy, I get it. UConn's been horrible, yeah. right? But I, I do think you're getting ahead of yourself by thinking automatically. Let's go to 17. 2017, uh, they did beat Alabama A&M 42 nothing. Right, that's about how good UConn is. But they they struggled against Western Kentucky. Yeah, I get your point. They're probably gonna. They're, they'll beat Vandy. They'll beat ETSU. They'll beat Vandy. No, they'll beat uh, UConn. You mean? Oh yeah, UConn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're. Yeah, Vandy will beat UConn. Vandy will beat uh, East East Tennessee. But that's a tough spot. UConn catches them in a good spot between Georgia and Florida. <laughs> that's true. That's true. UConn will be, uh, <laughs> what's that? 
coming off of a home game against Wyoming, I guess there's no like layup for UConn to get ready for any team on. But uh, what, what do you think is a good for Clark? What do you think is if a they could get a third win? That'd be I would nice. say if they get East Tennessee State, Colorado State, UConn, and then and one South upset. Carolina, four four They're wins. At South Carolina though. That's not happening. Look, uh, here's the thing too, is Brian Kelly has just built Notre Dame up, you know, and Elko, he's done some great hires. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Clark Lee is a great hire or just a product of a superior, superiorly talented team in Notre Dame. Gun to your head is Vanderbilt finishing in last place. Yes. Yeah, I think I agree. If you're a Vanderbilt fan, circle Saturday, September 11th at Colorado State because I think that is a big opportunity. If you're a Vanderbilt fan, you're not listening to this. You're watching baseball or whatever it is they're into. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. You never know. All right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single Division I college football and college basketball game. But this is the college football experience. So make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience. We'll be talking Jerry Stackhouse and all of the rest of the SEC. SEC basketball is going to be great this year with Arkansas, with Musselman getting it together. Bruce Pearl at Auburn. They're loaded. There we go. We're not hating on the SEC hoops. Yeah, it's an Alabama, interesting, fun conference. Nate Oates, a lot of fun there. Tom Crean just landed a couple big recruits at Georgia. And then don't, how could I forget Florida and Kentucky? And then Rick Barnes at Tennessee getting it together. Quanzo Martin at Missouri, just a, a loaded lineup. We got you covered for the college experience, college basketball style. Make sure you subscribe and uh, tell a friend. Yeah, we handicap uh, every single Division One game. Me, Patty, CNC, Nick, we've been over 500 for now four years, each and every year, college basketball and college football. Make sure you Boom. subscribe. Also, way over 500 on our locks. I mean. Hello, you play to win the game. You play to win the game. We're giving you free money. Look, all of our picks are posted for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com on a spreadsheet. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Get over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. And if you do, take a screenshot. Take whatever. Even if you don't have a cell phone, take a fucking Polaroid. I don't I don't care, all right? Uh, and tag me at the Colby D on, on Twitter, and I will enter you in a raffle to win a Actually, it's not really a raffle. You're going to win a college experience t-shirt. It's a rigged raffle. It's like a David Stur- It's like the SEC scheduling. All right. <laughs> You're that likely yes. to come away with a win. Yes. All right. Uh, you are going to get a, a college experience t-shirt. All right. Put it like that at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. Give us all a follow and make sure you follow the sports gambling podcast at the SGP network. And also check out the Slack channel Sports Gambling Podcast for everything. You want to know about Vanderbilt baseball? You want to know about Monaco Grand Prix that just happened today? Uh, everything. All available in the Slack channel Sports Gambling Podcast. We talk college football, college basketball. We talk every sport year-round in the Slack channel. Do that. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Appreciate you listening. Subscribe to the College Football Experience because we talk it year-round. And despite our shortcomings with a lot of stuff, we love some SEC football. So... Patty C, let's ride off into this 2021 sunset. Let's rock and roll. We'll see you guys in the playoff for sure. There we go. This is the College Experience SEC Season Preview. You better start thinking about yours.